Welcome to the dictionary. Welcome, 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 welcome. I, I, I'm glad that you are here to listen to me talk about some words. And uh, we're just going to check the volume of this a little bit. I think that sounds better. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for being here and joining me. This wonderful journey called the dictionary. Uh, let's say the things. If you want to follow me on social media, I just post some pictures of things that uh, that come up in this show. Probably a few days later, maybe more than a few days later than when the episode airs. Uh, Instagram and Twitter are at DictionaryPod. If you want to email me, you can just say hi, or you can record your own little musical ditty or sound effect or something else. You can email me, DictionaryPod at gmail.com. Uh, if you do the Facebook thing, it's The Dictionary Pod, or just The Dictionary um, if you want to throw a dollar a month my way to get episodes as soon as they're ready to go, I put them up on the Patreon, so you get them pretty early. Uh, that is just uh, search Speed Jampar or maybe just The Dictionary, either one of those. The link is in the show notes, of course. Um, I do a few of these uh, TikTok things, and that's at Speed Jampar. There's a Google Voice number if you want to call and leave a voicemail, an old-school voicemail. That is 917-727-5757. That's also in the show notes. Um, let's see. Let's see. Is there anything else that's really important to tell you? Nah. It's, it's word time. Time for the words. The first one in this last section of page 316 is Dasher. Dasher and Prancer and Flasher and Basser. D-A-S-H-E-R, noun from 1791, a dashing person. I don't know any people like that. Two, one that dashes, super fast. Dash, I think, is the name of the kid in The Incredibles, so Dash is a dasher because he dashes so, so fast. Three, a device having blades... For agitating a liquid or semi-solid. This, a dasher, this feels like a blender. That's the word. A device with blades that agitates liquids or semi-solids. I mean, we just call it a blender, but maybe this is something different than a blender. Or it's just the very, very old name for a blender. Hmm, that that's an interesting one. All right, the sound effect shall be... Because it's a dasher. They dashed across across the microphone. Next is Dashi. D-A-S-H-I. Noun from 1955. A fish broth made from dried bonito. I don't remember what bonito is. Uh, but this is a Japanese word that just means broth. It, dashi is broth. Uh, dried. So if it's a fish broth, uh, bonito must be something fish-related is what I think. Next is dashiki. You could you could pronounce this dashiki, dashiki, or da, dashiki. And then, of course, we had the alternate spelling uh, D-A-I. This, is, of course, just goes straight into the S. D-A-S-H-I-K-I. Noun from circa 1968, a usually brightly colored, loose-fitting pullover garment. 
and I will post a picture on the social media of just maybe some examples of dashikis because I think they come in lots of different uh, styles and patterns and colors. Let's see, this is a modification of the Yoruba word, Donsiki. Of course, I don't know how they exactly say that. D-A-N-S-I-K-I. And there's a variety of accents on like four, five of these letters, I think. They have different sorts of accents. I'm just, Don, Donsiki? Donsiki? There is a picture. It's not a very helpful picture because... Uh, the, the definition says it's brightly colored, but this has no color in it whatsoever. It's just blacks and whites and grays. Uh, but it is a person uh, who's got this um, this pullover garment on, and uh, it's got a little bit of a pattern. There's a couple of pockets up by the neck, um, that part of it. There's some there's a design, but the rest of it just looks like a solid color. So you'll have to go to social media later and and see. Or you can just look it up yourself. Maybe you even have one. It's possible. Next is dashing. That person just went dashing across. Maybe I should um, make that sound effect in uh, in stereo. We could do that. If you're listening to this on two, two headphones, not just one. I usually listen to my stuff on one headphone. But uh, if you're listening to this on two, maybe I'll have some fun with that. Okay. Next is dashing, adjective from circa 1697, one, marked by vigorous action. And the synonym is spirited, as in a dashing young horse. Of course, if I were just to hear that out of context, I would think that somebody was saying that the horse is very attractive and dashing and handsome and pretty. But no, it has vigorous action. Uh, Number two, marked by smartness especially in dress and manners. And smartness in this case is uh, not about your intelligence. It's about, it's just uh, smart can sometimes be used to say, oh, you dressed so smart. It looks so good and dashing and proper and uh, and also your manners. So yeah, dashing, that's uh, the dash, the dashing, the dasher is dashing. Dashingly is an adverb. <laughs> Next is dash pot. Dash pot. One word, noun from 1861, a device for cushioning or damping a movement to avoid shock. And the example of the movement uh, is as of a mechanical part. Uh, so the mechanical part is moving around. Uh, there's gonna if it hits a thing, there's gonna be some shock. So you gotta put the dash pot in there to dampen the shock. A device for cushioning or damping a movement. Dash pot. Hmm. That's an interesting word. There is no etymology. I am a little curious about uh, just where that where that came from. Maybe we need to find some examples. Maybe maybe if we see what it looks like, we can we can decipher why it's called a dash pot. Maybe it looks like a pot. Next is Dassy. It looks like Lassie, the dog Lassie, but it's with a D. Noun from 1814. The synonym is Hyrax, however that word is pronounced, H-Y-R-A-X. So I don't know what that is until we get to the H's, but I can tell you that it is an Afrikaans word. Um... 
that's uh, I know I think South Africa, but maybe other parts of Africa uh, was where that language is spoken. So a, a dasi is a hyrax. 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 Next is dastard. Dastard noun from the 15th century. One. This synonym is coward. Now I've heard dastardly, which is our next word, but I don't think I've ever heard it used in just the uh, the dastard, just the noun form. You're such a dastard. Coward. Number two, a person who acts treacherously or underhandedly. It's uh, those are those are not nice things to do. Mm-mm, nope, nope. And that's why when I hear dastardly. I think of I think of that more negative connotation, not a coward. I don't know how much that one gets used these days. Next is dastardly, adjective from 1542. It's so important it gets used so much that it needs its own section, its its own entry in the dictionary instead of just uh, saying, "Oh, this is just another form of dastard." This one definitely gets used more than dastard. Did I say 1542? I just did. One, the synonym is cowardly. A coward is cowardly, and a dastard is dastardly. Two, characterized by underhandedness or treachery, as in a dastardly attack. Also as in a dastardly villain. So the villain, the dastardly villain is doing a dastardly attack it's very treacherous and mean and unnice and underhanded. A synonym, I don't know why it says this. A synonym says, see the word cowardly. Well, you already told me about the synonym cowardly. So what's with that? Dastardliness is a noun. The dastard is dastardly and has dastardliness. That was a slow dash. Next is D A. T, I guess dat, dat or date is how you might pronounce it. It's an abbreviation for dative. I think you would say dative. Yeah, not dative, because that would probably be spelled differently. Dative. And we're going to learn about that in tomorrow's episode. <sighs> Next is D-A-T, or this one does get uh, pronounced as dat sometimes. Abbreviation. Oh, this is all caps. Abbreviation for one, differential aptitude test. And I don't know what your, your, what's your aptitude in what? The differentiality of things? I think I need to find an example of this so we can learn more about the differential aptitude test. Um, yeah. I want to know. Maybe I'll take the test. What's my differential aptitude? Two stands for digital audio tape. The D from digital and then the A-T in audio and tape. Audio tape is one word. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, because my dad was in the voiceover business, so there was a lot of audio recording stuff, and I remember him talking about DAT tapes and how it was the new thing in digital audio recording. Ooh, so fancy. Moving on. This is a big one. It, and it's uh, the pronunciation. People have very strong opinions about this part. It is data, data, or data. Looks like you can say data. You got to be super fancy if you say data. Who who says it like that? 
Okay, it is a noun from 1646. One, factual information used as a basis for reasoning, discussion, or calculation. And the example of this type of factual information could be measurements or statistics. So it's things that can be measured that are facts that have been that can be tested and then you can use that information to reason information discuss things or calculate things as in and okay so i like to say data but i know data is right and i think sometimes sometimes one gets used for singular and one gets used for plural or something depends on the context but anyway i'll just say data maybe i'll just change it up the data is plentiful and easily available. And that is a quote from H.A. Gleason Jr. The data is plentiful and easily available. It's just so you can get it so easy with the internet. I don't know if he was talking about the internet, but the internet has all the data for you. There's another example. Comprehensive data on economic growth have been published. Now there they had, they used the word have. So that means it's has been published, have been. It's, I think that's the plural one. That is a quote from N.H. Jacoby or Jacoby. Comprehensive data on economic growth have been published. All of that, that data over there or data has been published. Number two, information output, information output by a sensing device or organ that includes both useful and irrelevant or redundant information and must be processed to be meaningful. So there's a sensing device or an organ. So is this like a bodily organ or just a thing that the scientists have made that senses things? Uh, There's useful and irrelevant or redundant information. So there might be too much information that you got to get rid of because it's unnecessary got to simplify the stuff uh, and then you, you it's got to be processed by either a human or a computer in some way depends on what it is what is it measuring we don't know lots of things and then once you process it then it is meaningful and you can understand it the scientists in the world they use this I'm th- I my brain automatically goes to space um, a lot of the information that they get when they study out things things out there in space comes just back as as numbers and and data and so they have to they have to look at it and process it before they can know what it what it even means three information in numerical form that can be digitally transmitted or processed so just really really that's anything i think that's digital i mean photos videos internet websites all of those things it's just a bunch of data that uh, that you can look at and enjoy like cats pictures of cats there is usage information this is great okay data leads a life of its own quite independently of datum oh i should say that the etymology uh, this is latin it is the plural of datum d-a-t-u-m uh, so that's the singular it's just a piece of information i think that would be generally what that means and then data or data is the plural of that and then we just use that sometimes people will use datum or datum 
but uh, not always. Okay, back to the usage information. Data leaves leads a life of its own quite independent of datum, of which it was originally the plural. It occurs in two constructions as a plural noun, like earrings, no, earnings, <laughs> I thought that was a double R, like earnings, taking a plural verb and plural modifiers, like the words these, many, and a few, but not cardinal, cardinal numbers, and serving as a referent for plural pronouns, and as an abstract mass noun, like the word information, oh, there's so many examples, taking a singular verb and singular modifiers, like the words this, much, and little, and being referred referred to by a singular pronoun. I don't know what any of that just meant. That's the finally the end of that sentence. There's a little more. Both, constr- so okay, there were two constructions, plural noun, and uh, and is abstract, okay, there's, there's so much things here, it's very difficult to understand. I may need to take a second to understand this. A plural noun, taking a plural verb and plural modifiers, but not cardinal numbers, and serving as a referent for plural pronouns. <laughs> plural, how do you say the plural pronouns? Say that 10 times fast. And as an abstract mass noun, taking a singular verb and singular modifiers, and being referred to by a singular pronoun. Both constructions are standard. The plural construction is more common in print, perhaps because the house style of some publishers mandates it. Well, that was a lot of information. Thank you very much for that. And now we are going to move on to the next word. It is data bank or data bank. Two words, noun from 1966. And the synonym is database. So I think, well, that's interesting. That is going to be our next word. But we do use database more, I think. Maybe sometimes people use data bank. But database, that's the one I think gets used more. Database. You could say database, database, database. Noun from circa 1962. So this one is four years before data bank. Database. A usually large collection of data organized especially for rapid search and retrieval, as by a computer. Uh, it's, yeah, it's just the, where all where you put all of your data into the database. And I'm sure some of you are thinking, why? He's, he just keeps on going back and forth between these words. I should be using data more often. Database is also a transitive verb. Okay, next is data mining, two words, noun from 1988. The practice of searching through large amounts of computerized data to find useful patterns or trends. Now, can a human do this or do you just, is there a program that you just tell the computer, go run this this program on this data and, and find me some useful patterns or trends so I can use it to my advantage. I think this is what they're using uh, for for uh, cryptocurrency, uh, Bitcoin. They're just, they let their computers run to, I don't, I really just don't understand how this works. 
but I've heard that if you, you can let your computer run and do all this stuff and then you can get portions of Bitcoin and it's very energy intensive and yeah, I, I just don't understand that. We've, we've just made up all of this stuff. Next. Is data... What? Let's try data. Data processing. Darling. Noun from 1954. The converting of raw data to machine-readable form and its subsequent processing by a computer. And the processing is like storing, updating, rearranging, or printing out. And data processor is a noun. So this is the thi- this is the stage where once you've gathered all of your data, you got to process it, you got to do some stuff with it, mix it into a cake or just put it into a spreadsheet and then you can read it. Last word don't know what happened to the dasher there. Data structure. Two words. Noun from 1963. Any of various methods or formats for organizing data in a computer. And the examples of these formats are array, file, or record. Data structure. Any of various methods or formats for organizing so yeah, this is just what what format do, are you going to put the data into once you've processed it? How are you going to? It depends on the data. It depends on it, because yes, it could be in a spreadsheet or it could be in something else that I can't even think of. Yeah, it's it's all organized. Okay, we got to talk about the words. We did talk about the words. We got to re-say them and then pick one as the word of the episode. And, uh, you know, you, 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 can, you can pick your own. Play at home. We had dasher, dashi, dashiki, dashing, dashpot, dassy, dastard, dastardly, date, d-a-t, data, databank, database, data mining, data processing, data structure. Did I go through all the different forms? I think I did. Well, I, I got I think I just got to pick data as the word of the episode. I mean, we cannot be here and not mention two classic characters from movies and TV shows. Um, we've got, of course, uh, Data from the Goonies, uh, and I hope I pronounce his name correctly. Ke Hui Kwan. He, of course, is in the new fucking fantastic movie everything everywhere all at once i think he took a break from acting and he came back and he is spectacular in that movie um and then of course there's data from star trek the next generation played by brent is it spiner or spinner i've never really understood i or never really known i think it's spiner uh he is also a fantastic actor uh and has and played that character very very well um so yeah you know there's that but then also all of our life is just filled with data, if we know it or not. It's a, This is just a very important thing to our lives. Um, you get information because of data, the algorithms that the big, big social media companies, they, they, need, they need your data. You got to give it to them. Otherwise, they can't exist. They, they love it. 
just give it all to them because because they need it more than we do. That's a joke. Okay, so uh, data, data. I'm gonna give you my data in the form of lots of things, and then you can process it. This isn't the song. I hate it. I hate it. Okay, that's that's a fine place to end. Uh, let's see. Happy birthday, Dad. It's your birthday today, if you didn't know. Um, that's going to be the end of this episode, the end of page 316. And I welcome you to come back tomorrow where we will talk about some other, oh, fun words and not fun words. That's going to be interesting. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. Goodbye.